Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it is December 31st, it's 2018. Yes, that means it is the last Morning Grind Podcast of 2018. I am joined today by my buddy, Will, Chief Justice 07 or 06. Um, I'm just, I'm moving the moving the days along because we're ready for the new year. But Will, how are you doing, my friend? Doing good, man, doing good. This is... Uh... You know, I, I did a crunch time show today for NBA, and, and I realized, you know, we were coming up. That was going to be the last crunch time for me of the year, last week in crunch time. And so, you know, we're bringing in this pod. This won't be the last one for the year, but this will be my last one for the year. So, man, I, it's been a good year, man. I've been glad to hang out with you and and, and build a nice friendship. And, and so uh, – I'm just excited, man. It's 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 been really well. It's been going really well. And um, for those of you that don't know, Stevie's a great guy, and um, you know he, he's been a good friend of mine since we've been doing the pod. So glad to be on. And I know we got a slate to break down, and I'm ready to dive in. Yes, sir. We do have a slate to break down. But before we do that, if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there. Check them out. It's Fantasy Draft dot com uh if you played against me in football this weekend you're welcome um i donated to everybody on fantasy draft this weekend it was not a good good fantasy draft slate for me um i had jeff wilson go bad for the guy getting an opportunity to start and gets hurt on the second play of the game but if you haven't checked them out um too bad you didn't check them out this weekend and play against me because you could have got some free money um but they do have a twenty thousand dollar pick and roll nba contest one of the bigger contests they've had for nba this season for the slate today they do include the orlando magic game we're going to talk about the two game slate for DraftKings, but fantasy draft is including the orlando magic game which is interesting when you think about it because they don't have late swaps so um be interesting to see how that all plays out but if you haven't checked them out Make sure you head on over there, check them out. Um, it's an awesome contest to check out. So uh, before we get into this two-game slate, I uh, just want to say appreciate everybody listening throughout the year. Another successful year with the Morning Grind. Uh, we're moving on to almost our – it's almost three years now that I've been doing this Monday through Friday. Um, it's an awesome that you guys support it well enough that I can keep doing it. And um, just want to give you guys a thanks all right, uh, let's start with the the three o'clock game: Atlanta at Indianapolis, um, ta- or Indiana taking on the Pacers. I man, fo- we've got football's over. I'll actually get Indiana and Indianapolis right here now that football's over. Um, <laughs> Two twenty and a half total here. Pacers favored by eleven and a half. Fazemore is out. Prince is out, and Deadman is doubtful. Um, so that front court's going to be really, really shallow. And on the Pacers side, everybody sounds like they're going to play in this game. Let's start with the Atlanta side, Will. It's a two-game slate. If you're playing on FanDuel and DraftKings, you have the showdown slates as well. Uh, but let's approach it as a two-game slate. Uh, what are you looking at here with Atlanta? Man, if, if you think this game is going to be competitive, uh, you, you better consider some John Collins, some DeAndre Bembry. Uh, these guys' minutes are about to be through the roof with, with, with all these injuries. Um, so – I I, th- I think John Collins, though, is just squarely in play. 
uh, a guy that as long as I think the game is close enough, I think he'll approach 35 minutes or more. And uh, if he's approaching 35 minutes, the game should be close, which means he could put up hang a monster number. So uh, I think he's my favorite play behind him, DeAndre Bembry. I think he's kind of my, my second favorite play. And Kevin Hurter. Uh, I'm, I'm not afraid to play those guys. And then kind of a, a flyer, if you will, I think is, is Vince Carter. Uh, I don't usually like to play Vince Carter, but I think in this matchup he might get – 27, 28 minutes, and that might be good enough on a two-game slate if he can crank out, you know, 25 fantasy points at his price. So I don't mind him. I'm not as high on, on Trey Young as this spot, in this spot. Um, but anyway, th- those are kind of the guys I like from Atlanta. Yeah, um, you know, Ben Bree with his minute increase here, like I don't see a way that he doesn't play 30 minutes even if this game doesn't stay close. And at his price, on a two-game slate, it's hard not to just absolutely lock him in. Uh, same goes with Collins. You know, he's going to play the minutes here. I think he gets there in, in a game that stays close or not. We want raw points, too. It's a two-game slate. It's not part of that main slate. Um, you know, you want raw points here. So I think this is absolutely an opportunity to attack, um, you know, some of these Atlanta players. And then on the Pacers side of things, they're going to get a massive pace bump here. I know Depot's expensive, and his minutes have kind of been all over the place. Do you play him here, or do you maybe play a Kimba at home against Orlando if you're going to pay up? Well, so so here, here's one of those times where I have to just say, okay, I'm not going to worry about the blowout on a two-game slate. I think you play Oladipo in this spot against Atlanta. Um, I, I think you just have – well, I don't want to say you have to do it, but I do think it, it's optimal to do it. I mean, this is one of – He's definitely got a better matchup than any of the Hornets. I mean, I think the Hornets have a great matchup too, kind of a revenge game for Steve Clifford and, you know, kind of a homecoming, you know, for all the other players. But I think Oladipo is a top player on the slate for me, uh, hands down. I really like him in this spot against Atlanta. I mean, he's got 60-point upside in this spot. So I don't think I'd fade him on the two game in this against this team. What else are we looking at here? You know, Miles Turner's been playing great since the matchup against Atlanta. You know, Thaddeus Young in games that have stayed, you know, remotely close. He's been playing around 30 minutes. He's under 6K. Um, you know, we don't have to necessarily on this two-game slate pay up for anybody. You know, everybody's going to be very reachable uh, on this slate. But mm-hmm. I think, like, Thad Young presents good value. Um, I don't think Collison's the worst play in the world. You know, he's averaging 30 fantasy points against this team this season. Um, what are your What are your thoughts here outside of Oladipo? I mean, I, I like Thad. Well, well, let me say this: Thad isn't usually a, a guy that I like, but on a two game slate, <laughs> so I, I want to phrase that I will never play Thad on a main slate. I don't care how well he does, but on a two game slate, uh, I, I don't mind him at all. I think I, I would I would probably still side with Marvin Williams over him. I think I'd take the hundred dollar discount and just play Marvin, but uh, I, I don't mind that in a two game slate. It's really more so embracing the matchup, um, and then and then of course you know Mr. Miles Turner. His minutes have been down a little bit recently, but you know in the Detroit game that was it was really a little bit more of a blowout. And uh, if he can, you know, get his minutes back up into the 30s, I'm not sure if he'll make it there because everybody's healthy now. But I, I, I still like him in this spot at 7,300 on DK. I think 
you know, he's a guy you look at. But I, I don't really want to spread it. I don't want to play uh, Corey Joseph here. I know he kind of had an explosion in the last game against Atlanta, but I, I just I, I'd rather not play him on this one. And then Bogdanovich, you know, if he can get the shots up, he should have a good game as well. I just honestly think in this spot I'd rather play Fournier for 200 more, a guy that I think is going to have a little bit more usage. But, you know, Oladipo is my top play, and I think second would be Turner, third would be Dad. Orlando at Charlotte. If you're playing on Fantasy Draft, this is on the main slate on DraftKings. They have a showdown slate for this game and the two-game slate. I have not opened FanDuel yet. What a bad host I am. Oh, it's a two-game um, two on FanDuel already. Two-game as well. All right. And Vooch um, is very let's... expensive. Vooch is. <laughs> oh, I hope man. everybody listened to me on Friday about Vooch. Um, he balled out against Toronto. Um, but anyway. Um, all right, so the Magic, you know, they're they're on a back-to-back here. It's a 210 total. Charlotte's favored by 7.5 in this game. DJ Augustine left the game uh, early. He came back, but they said um, there was a little bit. They were ice in his ankle, and he, they, he was taking treatment after the games in the locker room. And Simmons sprained his ankle again. Um, I think this is the other ankle now. So I, I'd be shocked if Simmons plays in this game. Um, you know, he's been fighting injuries all year. Charlotte seems good to go. Let's start with Orlando. What are we doing here with the Magic? Well, uh, I, I still, I still, I still think I play Vucho FanDuel even at the astronomical price of ten thousand. Uh, short slate. Uh, he's he's got to be my favorite magic player with the way he's been playing not just this past game but the whole season i mean 9800 on dk that's nothing to sneeze at either and i think my second favorite play uh is evan fournier and i know he's a guy that on this podcast we just hate to talk up but you know 30 minutes a nice wing player against charlotte i I think he's in for a a really nice game here Uh, so he's someone that, that i would definitely plug in and then Terrence Ross, I think, is a guy that you take a flyer on on this slate, a guy that hasn't really played as well recently, but at 3,900 on DK, I mean, he could absolutely explode in this spot uh, if he gets hot. So uh, I really like him for, for 3,900. Uh, and so those are the guys that I would kind of look at. I know DJ Augustine used to play for us when we were the Bobcats, but I, I don't really – I'm not going to play him. I know he you know, kind of hurt that ankle, but I think he'll be okay. Uh, but that's it. I, I really don't want to play Aaron Gordon in this spot, which it's a two-game slate, and I know it's like, man, you probably should. But I, I think I'd just take a stand at fake Gordon here. So if DJ Augustine plays, I like him. Um, Jonathan Smith, Jonathan Simmons has been playing backup point guard for the Magic. Um, unfortunately, I watch way too much Magic games. And Simmons has been playing backup point for the Magic, and if he's out – I don't think they want to give Jerry and Grant a ton of minutes. So I think DJ Augustine would play 30 to 35 minutes in this game if he's good to go. Uh, so I like him. I, I like Vooch. You know, when you're looking at this slate, you know, you can obviously make a, a, an argument to play Miles Turner um, at center on Fandle. But, you know, paying up for Vooch, you're not going to struggle to pay up for Vooch here. Like, if you really want to, you could play Vooch. John Collins and Kimba and make it work on, on FanDuel. So, and then on DraftKings, same thing. Fantasy Draft. Fantasy Draft is probably where I would get off of Vooch. Um, he's part of the whole main slate. And 
while I like him on the two-game slate, I don't know if I necessarily like him on the six-game slate. Um, I think that I think he's going to have a tough time paying off his price tag, but I think raw points matter on a two-game slate. But on a six-game slate, I think it's a little bit tougher to pay up for Vooch. Um, he's he's been absolutely crushing, um, you know, recently, and I don't want to fade him. But when we look at the the main slate, like he's around the same price as you know, Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant and Carl Anthony Towns against New Orleans. Like, I just think there's going to be more upside from some other players in this price range on fantasy draft. But on, on FanDuel and DraftKings, the two-game slate, I'm definitely playing Vooch. Uh, couldn't agree more with you there. Uh, what are you doing here with your Charlotte team? Uh, I think you play Kemba. Uh, Jeremy Lamb's been playing really well recently. Um, I, I, I think you play him. Uh, I like him in this spot. Uh, he's been playing, you know, around, if you kind of average it out, he's been playing about 30 minutes a game. Uh, and I, I think that's kind of what I was looking for at the beginning of the season. Don't mind him. Uh, Tony Parker should be back. So not as excited about these other guys. Uh, Nicholas Batum is just someone I've just stopped playing altogether. If he what gets happened to him? Oh man, he's he's been awful. I mean, he's just—I I, I don't know what's going on. But uh, you know, if he gets forty tomorrow, he gets forty. Um, he's just a guy just X out of the player pool every time. And I know that he's helped people win a tournament this year, and that's great. But I'm just—I'm just going to stick to it and not play him. And then, uh, like I said, Marvin Williams—he's my second favorite player uh, on the Hornets right now. I mean, they're starting to price him up. You know, I, I really laughed about this the other day, and I, we'll move on because I know this is just a short two game. But Marvin Williams, it took them over a month to price him around 6K, and Rodion's courage got priced up after two starts. I thought that was just so hilarious. And Marvin's been cranking out 30 plus point games, you know, kind of regularly here for over a month. So uh, he's my second favorite Hornet here. Yep, uh, definitely like this spot for Kimba, and I do like Marvin Williams. We've been talking about him for like a week and a half now, um, and it's just a lot more 30-point games than 10-point games for Marvin Williams recently. Um, so, And then I don't mind Jeremy Lamb on the two-game slate, but he's another guy. Like If I'm playing on Fantasy Draft, I probably don't end up on Jeremy Lamb. Yeah. The price range is so much better. Uh, there's, some, there's some better plays in that price range, so... I don't end up on Jeremy Lamb over there. Um, but, yeah, I don't really have much to add. Let's move on to the main slate here. We got us a nice little five-game main slate on DraftKings and FanDuel. Um, and then, like I said, it's a six-game slate over there on Fantasy Draft. Memphis at Houston, 200 total. Houston favored by five and a half. Eric Gordon is out. Chris Paul is out. James Ennis is questionable. Memphis sounds like they're good to go. Um, it doesn't sound like they got anybody that is questionable or out here. Garrett Temple is probable. Um, he's really the only question mark, but they're listing him as probable. Uh, let's start with the Memphis side of things. This is going to be one of the slower paced, uh, you know, closer games on the slate. It's not going to be a 220 point total. Um, what are we looking at here on the Memphis side? Uh, I like Mike Conley here. Uh, he's a guy I've kind of been starting to filter in from time to time in spots like this. And uh, I think this is a spot that, that you can look at him. Uh, Kyle Anderson, I think this is another spot where you can kind of look at Kyle. And I, I don't even mind Mark Gasol here, but that's about it. I don't want to play Triple J. 
I don't want to play Jermichael Green as well. I, I'm kind of going to be off these bench guys, but Conley, Kyle Anderson, Mark Gasol, uh, those are three guys I would I would definitely definitely consider in this spot in a game that I think is probably going to be pretty competitive because they're on the road. Uh, and I'm expecting Houston to put up some points. Yeah, this is a really good price tag on Marcus Saul at 7,200. Um, I think he's a really solid, like, floor play. Uh, and then Mike Conley, I don't mind. Anderson, you mentioned him as well. Um, you know, his minutes in close games recently have been in the 33 to 38 range. Um and he's a guy that can fill the stat sheets across the board, so definitely don't mind him. We go over to the Houston side of this game. You know, Austin Rivers has been a guy since he's joined this team. You know, he's played 30 minutes in every game. No Eric Gordon here. Is Austin Ooh. Rivers too expensive at his ownership that he's going to have on the slate? I mean, 4900 so here's what, I, here's what I was thinking about, because I knew this was going to be a big one. I, I tried to think about the Austin Rivers, Los Angeles Clippers days when uh, guys would be out. So, like, Chris Paul would be out, and, well, Gallinari, he, he was always hurt. And another shooting guard would be out. And I tried to think about his performances when it was him and Jamal Crawford running the show. And all I could see was 30 plus, 40 plus. Like, that's what I had in my head. Even at this price tag, with no Eric Gordon, and I, I think that's the big thing. No Eric Gordon, even in this spot at 4,900, a guy that's going to play, gosh, 35 plus minutes. I, I think he has to be in consideration, even at this price point. He, he could they've get. Already, they've already yeah. announced that he's going to start in this game. Like, he he's starting in this game. So. Like th there's no question mark about whether or not he's going to play minutes here, uh, as long as he stays out of foul trouble. I, I think, I think if I'm playing cash games, I think I play Rivers. Um, I don't know if I end up on him in tournaments here. I think that game theory, game theory tells you he's a good fade. He's going to be really, really chalky, um, really, really chalky, and it's a Memphis matchup. It's a tough matchup. I think if you're playing tournaments and you want to be contrarian, I think you fade Austin Rivers. Um, I think that's what I'm going to do with my one lineup today. Uh, and he could certainly burn me, but the way that I look at this and the ownership that Rivers is going to have on this slate, I, I just I don't see myself playing him with this massive ownership. I think that if you want to go off the board, you can roll out Gerald Green if Ennis sits again. I think Gerald Green pushes 30 minutes in this game. I think Rivers has taken his minutes, but – Gerald Green's going to get all the usage off the bench in this game with Rivers moving into the starting lineup and no Eric Gordon. So Gerald Green's really cheap. I think the game theory contrarian play is to play Gerald Green over Austin Rivers here. Yeah, I, I don't mind that at all. I mean, site dependent. I mean, you know, I know we've been kind of talking about Yahoo. They've got another overlay tournament tomorrow. Get in now if you want to play. Not, I know you're in Florida, but just other people. But, I mean, Austin Rivers is 10 bucks. And I'm sure Gerald Green is ten bucks as well. So then you're playing, you're playing Austin Rivers. You're just eating <laughs> chocolate. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, so just just putting that out there. I, I was trying to check FanDuel as well, uh, but I was I, pulling it up too. I, I had to switch slates back over. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like Austin Rivers is thirty eight hundred on FanDuel. Like yeah, at that you point, you're probably just them. eating it. Yeah. 
Yeah, you, you might have to play him. So, I mean, on those sites for sure. But, uh, yeah, but I, I do like him just because of the minutes floor. And I, I think he'll get a few more shots up. Now, now my whole theory of uh, Gerald Green goes out the window if James Ennis plays. I think I'll still fade Austin Rivers if that happens, but I wouldn't play Gerald Green if that happens. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, I mean, come on, number one play, James Harden. Just, just play him. Is it weird that I don't think he's the number one player on this slate? Well, no, no. I'm talking about on on the Houston. Oh, okay. Team. I, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I think he crushes in this matchup, but I don't know if he's the number one player on this slate. I mean, yeah, I, I still like him though. His, his usage is probably going to be around what, what we say around forty to forty five percent tomorrow usage. I he mean, has I, 40 actual points or more in three straight games. Not fantasy points, actual no, I, points. I know. Yeah. He's at home, man. I, I don't know. Uh, he, I, I just like Anthony Davis more. I'll, I'll I let the cat out of the bag. That, that's it. That, but it's just, but on, on this slate, we can play on both. It's value everywhere. Yeah, but especially on FanDuel with Gerald with um Austin right. Rivers being thirty eight hundred, you can easily fit both those guys in. But yeah, um, anything else from Houston? Any interest here in Capella? It seems like every time I bad talk Capella, he has a good game. Um, I, I bad talked him the other day, and he had a good game. Like, oh man, I could see him having a good game here. Um, nobody being on him. He put up forty two fantasy points the first time they played Memphis. <laughs> Yeah, uh, sp- site-specific, he's probably more of a uh, a DK play for sure at 7,400. Uh, don't mind him there. Um, so, yeah, I-, I think that I think that's where we where we get our exposure. Maybe a little bit of Yahoo as well. And obviously, our sponsor, Fantasy Draft, same scenario. I think we'll get exposure. I don't I don't like him on FanDuel though. All right, uh, moving on here. Boston at San Antonio. We have a 218 pick'em. Baines is out. Rudy Gay is questionable. Um, and then Williams, I'm pretty sure, is still out as well. Robert Williams. Um, let's start with the Boston side of things. Pretty much full strength here uh, besides Baines and Williams. What do you what do you do here with uh, Boston? Kyrie Irving. Hey, listen, man, just fire him up. Uh I think I've played Kyrie so much this year, Stevie. I've never played Kyrie Irving this much. But I watched a couple games like early on, and I decided that I was going to commit to playing a lot more Kyrie this year in my fantasy lineups. And he just – I mean, he very rarely lets me down. I mean, he's just been pumping out 50-point games, 45-point games, like a few 60-point games. I mean, he's just playing phenomenal this year. I mean, Steve, I saw a stat line the other day against Memphis. He had 13 assists. 13. I mean, these are these are retrospect Chris Paul numbers uh, in regards to the point scoring and the assists. He's just, he's just playing really well this year. And so uh, Kyrie Irving is a guy I really want to play. This is a spot I would have played a lot of Al Horford. But he, I think he's still going to be on his minutes restriction, so I just I can't play him. But uh, I, I do think he's got sneaky appeal. If we hear anything tomorrow, he's going to get to thirty minutes. I'm just going to play him because I, I really like him uh, in this spot here. And then my usual uh, other favorite guy, you know, Marcus Smart, a guy that's playing you know a bunch of minutes and is going to do it in the other categories. He hasn't played as well recently, 
Uh, but he's a guy that I'm just going to commit to playing as long as he's playing 30 minutes because I like his upside in spots like this. So uh, those would be my my two or three guys from Boston. Smart is good value on um, DraftKings and Fantasy Draft, uh, 4,300 for 30 minutes. Um, right. Yeah, he hasn't been doing much, but he'll have a game where he gets a 30, and you know you want to be ahead of it when it happens. Um, I'm so mad that we talked football on Thursday. I ended up playing uh, Gordon Hayward on Thursday and, and made all my monies back from him burning me the last like week and a half. But <laughs> you know, um, I definitely don't disagree with Kyrie. I like Kyrie here. Um, and, and then like Marcus Morris has been playing really good basketball uh, with this minutes limit for Al Horford and Baines being out. Um, if we get news that Horford's going to be limited again. Marcus Morris could push 35 minutes in this game, and um, I don't mind him for tournaments. Um, yeah. The Spurs side of things, if Rudy Gay sits in this game, it makes a huge difference because if Rudy Gay sits, I think I'd pay the price tag for DeRozan in this spot. Yeah, uh, I, I think I would too. I mean, he's doing so much, and I, I totally uh, whiffed over the weekend DeRozan going back to L.A., and, of course, he drops the six. DeRozan's dropped, I think, 50-plus points every game in L.A. this season, no matter which team it's been. And uh, he's not in L.A. Obviously, he's back home, but I still like him here, uh, 8,200. I think that's very fair for uh, the performances we've been getting, and he's just doing so much. And like you said, if Gay's out, forget it. Uh, you know, another guy that I like in this spot from San Antonio that I think is just a little bit – uh, uh, too cheap here. LaMarcus Aldridge at, at 75. He's not a guy I usually like to play, uh, but he's starting to play. You know, if you look at his last three three games, his, his points are coming up. You know, got seven rebounds, couple blocks, couple of assists. If his, if his scoring numbers are going to be up in the mid to high 20s at 7,500, now he's getting that range where I don't, I don't mind playing him. Uh, his scoring was down a little bit for a while, uh, you know. But, but if he's going to pick this up, then I, I think he's a guy we we look at as well. And then if 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 Rudy Gay is in fact out, I think Davis Bertans is a guy we look at uh, for some value. I think he'll push twenty five to thirty minutes, and if he gets hot from downtown, he could put up thirty fantasy points in a hurry. Yeah. Um... I definitely agree with Marcus Ulrich. You know, he's one of those price and force type plays. Um, the guy I have a little interest here in is Derek White. Now, I don't ever trust the Spurs whatsoever to do anything. But recently, if we look at close games, his minutes have been very consistent. He's 4,500. He has 30-point upside. Um, if this game stays close, which it should, and he plays 30 minutes here, he should be able to pay off that $4,500 price tag. So, I don't mind rolling out Derek White at 4,500 and, and taking a shot here, but you know it's risky. It's it's the Spurs. He could he could easily play 17 minutes in this game. So you know what, Stevie? Quick tidbit though, because this is something I've been monitoring. Forbes and White have been playing about 30 minutes a game, and it hasn't changed for probably 10 10 to 15 games or so. Or you know, to jinx it, uh, Will. So, well, I'm just saying, Forbes <laughs> and White, they, they've both been playing big minutes. They, they've been really big fan duel targets for me when, when both of their prices were suppressed. I was just rolling them out a lot as punts. And, uh, but just keep that in mind. I, I like that call, White and Forbes, for me. I, I love those guys. 
All right, uh, moving on here, we have Dallas at OKC. This game just happened on Sunday in Dallas. It's one of those flip-flop yes. games. Um, no total out. Obviously, it's a back-to-back. Both these teams playing on a back-to-back with travel. Um, and we don't have the line. Um, Matthews is questionable. He was close to playing on Sunday. Um, so we'll have to see how that works out. And then Abrinas is questionable, and then it's a back-to-back, so anything can happen with injuries and stuff like that. Let's start with Dallas. Um, I would assume probably Dirk sits here, right? Like I, I don't think he'd play on a back-to-back. This like he just came back. Has he played a back-to-back yet? He uh, has not played a back-to-back yet. So we'll have to see what they do. But he's playing like ten minutes a night. Not like it matters, but. Um, he's one of those guys that will I've been monitoring and just make waiting for that like to start seeing that like seventeen minutes, eighteen minutes because he's like thirty two hundred. But yeah, don't I, I don't think he plays in this game. Um, <laughs> what are you doing here with Dallas? Yeah, uh, look, this is a back to back. I'm I'm really not too interested in Dallas. Maybe outside of some of the cheaper pieces, uh, like a Harrison Barnes at fifty six hundred. A uh, guy that's got 30-plus point upside, maybe 40s on a good day, and he's pretty cheap. Uh, looks like for some reason they're starting to roll out Maxi Cleaver or Clever, however you want to pronounce it, close to 30 minutes. Uh, he didn't have the best game in the world, but at 3,700, uh, I don't mind, you know, looking at him. And then DeAndre Jordan had a big game here. He's 6,100. So he's just a guy that I would just play for the price. Uh that's just – I think that's too cheap for DJ. And, um, you know, even on this five-game slate, I, I think he's one, one of the best values on the slate. So, 6,100, I think you play him. I think I'm going to stay away from Luka um, and, and everyone else. Yeah, I actually think I'm going to stay away from Dennis Smith Jr. as well, even at 5,100. He could crush this price tag, but I think I'm going to stay away until I feel like he's, you know, playing in more of a rhythm. Um, so those, those are the guys I'm looking at from uh, from Dallas. Yeah, DSJ was a wrist injury. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it could take it could take a few uh, games to get going for him. But I I don't hate DSJ for tournaments. Um, Fifty one hundred. If you're playing multiple teams, I don't think he's the worst tournament play because he's a guy that could go for forty. Um, yeah. But I do think like. Conditioning wise, he should be fine. It was a wrist injury, so um, I, I think he'd play on the back to back here. As long as you don't get news that he sits, uh, he could be a really interesting tournament play of fifty one hundred. But I agree. I don't really love Dallas here. Um, and, and to be fair, on like the other side of this game, I don't really love the Thunder in this game either. Like, you know, Paul George has been crushing lately. Westbrook, you know, his price is just so crazy high right now. And like they've been running like a five-man rotation, Grant, Adams, Schroeder, Westbrook, George, um, and giving Schroeder a bunch of minutes with Abrinas uh, out. Um, I just maybe Schroeder here at fifty-four hundred, uh, but outside of that, it just I don't really love this game as much as I should. Yeah, yeah, and I'm with you. Uh, I think I just I like other pieces from these other games a little bit more. But I will say this, you know. Dennis Schroeder, I, I, I want to just kind of pump him up a little bit. 5,400 playing 30-plus minutes. I mean, we've looked at if we look at what he's done since Abrinas has been out, that's two games, 37.5 fantasy points, 33 fantasy points. 
I would gladly take either one of those performances for 5,400. So I think he's he's near must play. So, you know, we were talking about Austin Rivers earlier. You know, if you want to get off some Austin Rivers chalk, I think you can do it with Schroeder, you know, pay the extra 500 bucks and pretty much have almost the same player. Uh, well, and I, I think Schroeder may have a little bit more upside because the ball may be in his hands a little bit more. And he is a ball hog uh, unless he's – totally changed his game, which I doubt. But, uh, but yeah, Dennis Schroeder, I, I think he's the value. And I don't mind running it back with Steven Adams today. He didn't have the best game in the world uh, on, on, on yesterday, on Sunday. But at 7K, I do think, you know, he, he could have an upside game here as well. So I, I don't mind him. All right. And pay attention to the injury news. This is a back-to-back. Um, one of those flip-flop games, so we'll have to see um, how that works out. Minnesota at New Orleans, no total here. We're waiting on Derrick Rose and Jeff Teague news. They're both questionable. Miritick is out, and L. Payton is probable. Um, he's expected to return in this game. We don't know what his minutes limit has, is going to be. That's not out yet, or if there is even going to be a minutes limit. Um it was a broken finger, so we'll have to see how, you know, minutes-wise, what he returns to here. I, you know, I don't really expect him to be limited too much with a broken finger. Um, let's start with the Minnesota side of things. Obviously, we're waiting on Teague and Rose. That makes a huge difference. If both of those guys are out, um, it's hard not to just lock in Tyus Jones here against New Orleans. Uh, what are you doing with Minnesota? Uh, you know, Tyus Jones is a guy that I don't like uh, just because I don't feel like he has the usage. I didn't like him today. I, I faded him, and it worked out okay. Uh, but on this slate at 5K, I, I don't mind him. It's just I, I really don't want to play pay 5K for Tyus Jones, and maybe that's me being greedy. But I think I'd just I, I'd rather play Peyton or somebody else for in the same range that I feel like has a little bit more upside, uh, even though he cracked out a 30-point game today. Uh, but Minnesota, like you said, let's just wait on the Derrick Rose news. If if Rose is in, you play him. If Rose is out and Teague is in, I think you play Teague. If both are out, then, you know, I, I, I definitely understand the Tyus Jones call. I just don't want to play him. I like Andrew Wiggins here at 5,900. Uh if if either of those guys are out, I, I just I think Wiggins at fifty nine is he's starting to hit the range now where even though he doesn't have the upside, his price is coming down where I think you need to just play him, uh, j- just play him. Uh, Robert Covington at sixty five. I think I'm going to pass on that today. And and Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, look, he scored eighty six fantasy points today, ninety on FanDuel. He scored seventy the game before that, fifty two the game before that. I think I'm about ready to just hop off the train um, because he's not – I mean, he's an upside guy, but but I just know he's going to come back crashing back down to earth. The only way I think I consider him is if Rose and Teague are out because then I know he's just going to do it all. And that's where I'm at with uh, Minnesota. So the, the thing that I think is funny with Towns is he put up 70 and then he put up 86 and a half and his price came down um, – yeah, I, I know it only came down like three hundred bucks, but it came down. And it just the, the, this kind of thing drove me nuts. But if if Teague and Rose both said, "I'll play Cat," um, there you go. Yeah, yep. it, it, you know, I'll play I'll play Cat with with Tyus Jones and Anthony Davis and spend all my cap on this game and just expect a you know a shootout here. 
Uh, on the flip side of this game, New Orleans, I love Anthony Davis today. Uh, I think he has massive upside in this game. Um, you know, he just went for 84 against Dallas not too long ago. Took 32 shot attempts in that game. Didn't get the shot attempts off uh, in Houston like I think a lot of us were expecting, but that was a back-to-back after playing 43 minutes against Dallas um, and taking 32 shots. So I think a couple days of rest here. I think Anthony Davis comes back here with no mirror tick and um, is one of, if not the top player on the slate. Yeah, I really like Davis here. Um, I'm expecting him to crush. I'm not expecting anything less. Another guy I really like, though, which shouldn't be a surprise, Julius Randle in this spot as well at 7,900. I, I I really like him here. I, I think I think a 50-point game is incoming real soon. He got close there uh, over the weekend. I did play him over the weekend and it gladly accepted those 48 fantasy points. Uh, but I think, he, I think we could have a repeat performance of sorts uh, in this spot. And then Drew Holiday at 85, I don't mind him as well. Uh, I mean, just just so consistent. Like, yes, I know you're kind of paying for 40 to 45 fantasy points, but if you're game stacking this game, you know, I, I think Holiday, you just include him, man. He's just been one of the most consistent fantasy players this year. Very rarely uh, will he let you down. So uh, really, really like him in this spot. Uh, if if Darius Miller can't go, then I think you I think you run it back with Etoran Moore at forty two hundred guy that's going to probably play thirty five minutes. Uh, he shot the ball twenty times, well nineteen times in Houston, put up thirty five fantasy points. So I, I think if Miller is out, I think you play Etoran. Uh, and then like on the Elf Payton thing, just kind of pay attention to the news on him. Um, you know, you're going to have to pay attention to the news and see what it says. If they expect him to rejoin the starting lineup and play 30 minutes, he's 5,400. Um, I don't think you really need to overthink that too much. Um, that's kind of all I got there. Let's move on. Golden State at Phoenix, last game on the slate. Uh, 227.5 total. Golden State favored by 10. Cousins and Jones out. Booker is the question mark here. Um, of course, it's the last game of the night. But knock on wood, Phoenix has been really good about injury reports. So we'll have to see what this hap- what, what what we get with Devin Booker here. Uh, a guy that's been crushing just can't stay healthy. Uh, let's start with Golden State. Golden State should handle Phoenix in this game. And, you know, I'm not going to project a blowout in this game. But if Devin Booker doesn't play, it's going to make it more likely that Golden State handles this game. It's tough to pay for Durant and Curry. Um in, in games where I don't expect the game to be a close game and they play deep into the fourth quarter, I don't mind Draymond and Clay here. But outside of that, like Golden State's just not a team I'm going to be targeting too much on the slate. Yeah, this this would, would definitely probably be somewhat of a stay away. And, and you're absolutely right, man. Kudos to Phoenix for getting us the news usually early afternoon, sometimes even in the morning. But if Devin Booker sits, like – you know, I, I don't I don't buy in the blowouts as, as much as most, but I do buy in the blowouts with this team. If you've looked at how Phoenix has played with Devin Booker and without him, I mean it's like night and day. So with Devin Booker running the ship, Aiton's played better. You have TJ Warren back, Melton, all these guys, Mikel Bridges, they've been playing. And so Phoenix really hasn't been getting blown out. They've been playing good basketball, haven't been winning a ton but they've been competitive. 
if you take Devin Booker out of this equation, I, I think they're going to get blown out. And so uh, if we get any word that Devin Booker sits, this, this is going to immediately become a four-game slate for me, and I will I will fade this whole team. If he plays, uh, I like Curry. I, I like KD. I like the main pieces. There's anybody that's really sneaky. Uh, but Clay is usually pretty sneaky, and I, I, I would, like you said, I would take a shot on him at 6,200. Only if Booker plays, though. If Booker's out, I'm not playing anybody from this game. Yeah, even if Booker sits, I think Clay is worth. Like this is one of those types of games that Clay goes out and hits like eight threes um, and breaks the slate because it's five game slate. Nobody's really on him, so I don't mind playing Clay regardless. Um, if if Booker sits, I think T.J. Warren um, will get a ton of shot attempts here in this game. I don't think he's the worst play. Um, I kind of expect Ubre to get minutes if Booker sits. I think Ubre would push 30 minutes in this game. So I think I'd play Kelly Ubre here. And uh Melton's 3500 who's been playing minutes anyway, but his usage go up if Booker sits. So that's kind of what I'd be targeting here. But if Booker plays, I think Booker's definitely worth a look at 8300. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it'll be him and, and Steph Curry going back and forth seeing who can hit the most threes. And uh, you think I'm just saying that until you watch the game and you'll see what we're talking about. Uh, these guys will will definitely get the shot attempts up. And, um, you know, I, I'll for sure. If Booker's in, I, I like this game a lot. Uh, but if he's out, um, I'm just – I'm fading it. All right, let's play the morning grind game for the last time of 2018. Hopefully we can go perfect here. There's no pressure. Um, but yeah. – Give me your favorite game to go over or under. We don't have a ton of over-unders uh, to go off of here, so pick one that you like or don't like. Give me the Spurs game to go over. All right. I'm going to take the over in the Houston game. 200 is respectable, but I'm going to take the over. Yeah. Uh, under under 5K to go 7X. Mm, this should be an easy one today. Under 5K. 7x. I'm I'm gonna go. Mm, man, there's this was there's one main guy. I'm gonna have to just go Austin Rivers. The other guy that I was gonna take was a slightly above. Um, so yeah, let, let's let's go Austin Rivers here. I wish we knew the news on Ennis. I really wish we knew the news on Ennis because if Ennis was sitting, I'd take Gerald Green here, but we don't know the the news on him. Um, you know what? Give me, give me Marcus Smart. Yeah, I like He's it. Have a blow up game eventually. I like it. Yeah, um, I, would, I would have gone with each one more if I knew about the Miller news. Yeah, Miller's probable though. Yeah. Um. All right. So, give me your favorite play over eight K, not the five X. Who's busting today? Give me, give me Carl Anthony Towns. Cat. Yeah, I'm I'm going with Cat here. I'm going to expect these other guys to play. Yeah, I can see him not getting there if Rose and Ortigue. Oh, one of them plays. Um, give me Katie. Uh, I'm going to take Durant. Um, gotcha. All right, give me your give me your six X guy. Let's go out with a bang. Give me a guy that's getting six X on the slate. Well, this is a guy we kind of talked about a little bit. 
Give me Dennis Schroeder, man. 5,400. Been playing really well. He's probably going to get 30-plus minutes tomorrow again. Uh, give me Schroeder. I, I, I like him today. All right. I'm trying to decide who I want to go with here. You know what? I'm going to go out with a bang. I'm going to go out with some fireworks. Um, I'm going to go Anthony Davis. Goes at least 6x at 11-5. Most yeah. expensive player on the slate. Going 6x uh, in this spot. Almost needing, what, seven? He needs 70 fantasy points right at 70. Uh, so I'm going out with a bang. He's only scored 72 out of the last 10 games. I'm calling it here. Love this spot for him. Uh, I think he crushes in this matchup. So. Throwing some, throw some fireworks up to end um, 2018. Yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll get it done for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Will, give me any final thoughts that you got here before we get out of here. Oh, man, uh, it's five-game slate. You know, uh, we've tried to give you a, a little bit of a blueprint. Watch it, Just watch out for the news because something's going to come out that we didn't cover. And uh, as always, make sure you identify the guys you like no matter what. So you don't change your mind and trick yourself out of your 100K uh, earnings uh, by fading someone that you were on all day. Like, don't talk yourself out of C.J. Anderson to play Damian Williams. Yeah, good job, Stevie. (laughs) On that note, we're going to get out of here. I hope everyone has an awesome New Year's Eve. I hope everyone be safe. We will have a podcast tomorrow for the – I think it's a pretty small slate, but uh, there will be a podcast tomorrow because, hey, I like to work and I like to provide content for each and every one of you guys each and every day. So there will be uh, some content for that five-game slate on New Year's Day. Hope everyone has an awesome time. Hope everyone crushes tonight. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you guys again tomorrow.